Hey man, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Top secret, black bag. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? So what's in your bag? You wanna see what's in my bag? What's up guys? Welcome back to the Venice Photo Cup Podcast. What's in your bag? Where we talk about what's in your bag. We go through cameras, accessories, bags, and then we get into professional, personal endeavors. Today, we're here with Mira from Mira's Film Lab. She is a film photographer. She does portrait, lifestyle. What's up, Mira? Hey, guys. How's your day going? Day's good. Can't complain when it's blue skies and sunny out. Blue skies and sunny. All right. Question number one. What kind of bag do you use? Uh, I switch between two. So I have my tote bag that I bring for like chill sessions, which I got from a fundraiser um, right before Donald Trump was elected. It's a Planned Parenthood bag. And it says, I went to Planned Parenthood and got all of my, and it like lists all the things except abortions on the bag. Um, Cause we stand with Planned Parenthood. <laughs> um, and then if I am doing anything other than like walking around, going to grab coffee. I use a Langley Alpha Globe Globe Trotter camera bag. And it's orange like a pumpkin, so oh. I keep fall with me all the time. Love that. Mm-hmm. Like how many camera bodies can you fit in that? Um, unsafely I can fit four. If I want if I'm like running around, like really trucking, I'll do like two or three. But I'm the kind of person, I just stuff everything in my bag, you know? I kind of just, like, don't think about, like, when things clink together. Just kind of, I got to have it all. I've seen your cameras, though. I don't see scratches on them. So, so you're not too... So, yeah. You... Oh, they're like my little babies. Yeah. You know? How long have you had this? these bags? I've So, I had the Planned Parenthood one for... Oh, I kind of got them around the same time, which is kind of funny. I've had the Planned Parenthood one since, like, 2015-16, I think. And then I had my Langley... Probably 2015. I had a Langley before that that I replaced with this one because I wanted a bigger bag. Yeah. So I think 2015, 2014 maybe. Okay. Yeah. This is a lifestyle. It is, yeah. What is your favorite detail about these bags? Um, I like the Planned Parenthood one because people know my stance on most things from the bag. And it's like a... Just wear on your cuff. It's a easygoing, you know, it's like a first impression bag, you know? First impression bag. Yeah. That's important. It is. And then the Langley I like because it, it has like two separate like big compartments. So like the bottom one unzips or like the bag zips in half and you can like open it halfway and I put like the my bigger gear on the bottom and then I put like my smaller stuff on top and I can fit like all the other goods that we'll talk about in a minute up top. So, but it has like pockets around the sides too, and like a laptop sleeve. So, like, I literally can fit my life in the bag. It's fantastic. What camera is in the bag? Cameras in Planned Parenthood, I always have a point and shoot. It's either, it's usually my Nikon TI 35. It's like my go to love, pride and joy. I love her to death. Um, that stays with me when I have it all the time. And then in my Langley, I stuff my Mamiya RB67 with my 120 back and my Polaroid back. Then I have a I-type Polaroid with me, uh, Nikon Z6, which is the only digital camera that I have. And then I'll throw in a point and shoot or just stick with those. 
those two. So, oh, oh, and my Minolta X700. Good stuff. I'm Stunt. telling you. I, I'm telling you, I stuff everything in the bag. Everything. <laughs> Funny story, we're not in the Nikon. That camera runs uh, 2,500-ish. On a good day, yeah. On a good day. And Mira, Mira's mother, got yeah. it at a garage sale for one Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. 15. Thanks, Mom. I appreciate you. So, so much. Love you, Mom. <laughs> so how long have you had, how, how long have you had your RB67? I got her during quarantine. Okay. Yeah. So that was like my fun employment money. I was like, I really wanted a medium format that wasn't TLR. And I'd been like eyeing the RB for so long. And I was like, kind of in a rut. And I was like, what fixes ruts? Shopping. Fact. <laughs> so I ran to eBay when I had like a little extra cash. And I was like, okay, we're going to do it. And I like didn't even, it was really like, on like a random Tuesday, I was like, here we go. She's going to do it. I didn't think about it. Would you ever sell this camera? So. Which is, um, on, is it, are the cameras on the chopping block or are you just, I don't know. Do you hold on to them forever? I am a hoarder by nature, which I feel like a lot of artists are. So it's like kind of cliche, I feel like. But I don't know. Right now, I'm like kind of over the digital age of cameras. I'm like so invested in the lab and like, you know, and I only, I don't use my digital camera very much because I I push film. I'm like, you're gonna like it better. In like a, in a perfect world, I would just like rent out a camera for a day because I know how to use it. Like I'm, I'm pretty proficient in like Nikon and Canon. It's all you really need, you know? So I feel like I could like rent out a camera Perfect world. That's like, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Um, I definitely am not going to sell my Nikon ever, ever. So what is your favorite thing to shoot with this camera? I'll stick with the Mamiya because I, I think it's like my go-to right now. I love photographing people. people. Yeah. So like portraiture lifestyle, fashion. But I feel like that all kind of like goes hand in hand, at least the way that I photograph stuff. I think like the special part though about the Mamiya is the back. So it's an RB because it means rotating back. So like the thing's a hunk. Like she is like six pounds. Huge. So I have a 128 millimeter lens on it, which like is like a 85-ish. But like the way that it's set up is like you can't really turn it for a vertical shot. So the people who made it brilliant enough that the back rotates so you can do it vertically without having to like move the whole camera. And like, it's like the little things in life that bring joy. And that's like one of those things where I'm like, ah, yes, like it just makes sense. What else is in your bag? Accessories? Um, I always have a snack with me, if not more. I get really hangry really quickly. What's your go-to snack? Mm, right now they're go-go squeezes, which I feel like a child when I eat them because they're like little like applesauce pouches. <laughs> but they're so good. And I also love the like made good granola bars. They're so in the like berry flavor. Like I don't love cooked fruit, but like those, just kiss. So good. What else is in the bag? I always have a tether cord with me if I'm on digital. Computer, computer charger, extra batteries. Cause I'm like notorious for either like not having batteries with me at all or like having too many. So I've just like gotten in the habit of like always keeping extras in my bag. Cause like they're gonna die. Like it's, I'm gonna kill a battery, you know? I have um, Cat Lab's film box holder that holds like either eight 35 millimeter canisters 
four, 120, or like a mix of both. Usually there's like a mix in mine because of all the cameras that I have with me. But I love that because it like keeps everything like nice and organized. My bag is not not organized. I'm not not an organized yeah. person. It is very messy. So just to like know that I can just like grab my cat lab and like have my film there is nice. I started carrying this like little sleeve for my Polaroids to go in so they don't get scratched. But that's also like rolled up in like the bottom of one of my pockets. Not the best place to put it, but it 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 does its work. What else is in my bag? Um, I always have a phone charger with me, but never a battery pack. So that's kind of funny because I my phone's always dying, and then I can't do anything about it. Should change that, but like it's not gonna happen. It's all right. Um, I have two USB C to USB converters with me at all times. I think those are like one of my holy grails because. I feel like a lot of gear is USB-C, but like it hasn't converted to just doing USB-C to USB-C. Yeah, we're in this like limbo phase. Yeah, I'm not loving it. It's very stressful for me because like, I don't know. It's too many like little things you need to exactly. make everything work. I just want like one plug-in, have it be done. Um, I carry a $2 bill with me at all times. It's for, always in my for bag. For good luck? Or yeah, for good luck. For good luck. Yeah, so uh, my cousin, 100 years ago, told me a story about how she always kept a $2 bill with her that her dad gave her. And I was like, well, I want a $2 bill. And the year after we saw each other, he gave me a $2 bill. So I was like, all right, these are these are luck. So I was like, okay. So now, every time I see him, I get a $2 bill. Every time I used to see him, we get a $2 bill. So I have like six, and they're all in like different spots of my things. But one's in my bag, in each of the bags. One's in my wallet. It's like always there. You know, feel no like good about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Have you ever needed to use that two dollar bill? I've thought about it, but I'm like, oh, you've I never can't. Done it. I can't do it. It's like they're all they're all folded the same way and in like the same spot, and I can't. I should sometimes, but no, I, I can't do it anymore. It's been too long. Yeah, it really has. Yeah. Like they like if you like unfold them, they're like so creased that they just like fold back into itself. It's really cute. <laughs> it's really cute. What else is in my bag? It's kind of it. I think those are the go-to. Those are like the essential things. Oh, and a water bottle. Always. Um, always, always, always. Usually half full, but it's definitely there. Yeah, snacks, I need... That's a good tip. Always. Oh, and gum too. Gum. Yeah. I'm like a big fidgeter, so like that's yeah. like a good good way for me not to like click my pen or like, you know, make a lot of noise on set. <laughs> <laughs> so we got your film bodies, your film, yeah. batteries... The snacks, mm. all the wires, the two dollar bills. Do you got any other lenses? Um, on my Lumia, we talked about my one twenty eight. I only use a twenty four to seventy on my Nikon, um, because I just think it's like a really easy go to. It does all the things I need when I need it. Um, with my Minolta, I have a twenty eight and a fifty. And then the Nikon is a point and shoot, so it's she does its own thing. Uh, what is the bag missing? What is the bag missing? That's a good question. Space. Space. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those people on like the Spirit flight, where I have like my big ass bag, and I will make sure that it fits underneath the uh, just on like the personal item thing. And I'm like that horrible person who like my bag does not fit, and I still make sure I'm the that exact I. Same. 
Uh, yeah, more space would be nice. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually pretty content. I mean, there's always like the, like, oh, I wish I had like a Hasselblad because like, I feel like once you get to like the medium format realm of film, you're like, oh, I want this or the Fuji G twos because they're like point and shoots, but for medium format, kind of. Like not really, but like that's how my brain thinks about it. So I want it because I'm like, why wouldn't you want a medium format camera? That's just like whip it out. But like that's definitely not how to use those. (laughs) My brain has just convinced myself that like that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I guess if you're developing it. Well, yeah, exactly. I really do blow through film like, like it costs nothing like i especially with like my mamiya i use it like it's a digital camera it is not it is it is not, not. <laughs> uh but yeah it, it does make it really 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 lovely that i can just yeah blow through five six seven eight rolls of film in an hour with a friend and come home and spend just as much time developing it you travel this bag oh yeah naturally oh yeah i We'll pack my clothes around my gear. So it's like the padding. You know, I said I like stuffed it. You know, I will like clothes last gear first. <laughs> when you're shooting for yourself, what camera are you shooting with and what are you shooting subject wise? Right now, I've really been just like abusing my Mamiya. I take it everywhere when I'm doing stuff for me, just because like I love the way like how crisp the film comes out. And like there's really, especially because I switched from 35 to 120. So it's just like infinitely more unbelievable the data that you can get on the film. It's so beautiful. Like every time I scan, I'm like, oh yes, like I get it. And I think like that's kind of what I love about film and why I go to film more though is because it's like that aha when you see like the beauty that it makes because like you can run through like a thousand digitals and it's like dope like you can make some cool shit on digital don't get me wrong but like i had a like accidental double exposure of like my friend with this like really sick old car that we found in highland park we're like whoopy bopping around the the neighborhood because it's like super cute and i love the way that they appreciate their cars there so we're like running around and i'm like rapid fire shooting like i was talking about and i like forgot to advance and i was like Uh-oh. it'll be what it is you know like uh, i fucked up the shot it's fine but it ended up coming out like gorgeous it was so beautiful and like i think heavy accidents are more common on a film totally. which like just make you appreciate the film even more what is your favorite style of photography you know portrait landscape street lifestyle documentary my favorite to shoot is portrait my favorite to view is documentary because like I don't think like that. My brain does not work like that. So like seeing people like view the world in such a like unique way to how I do it, I think is so amazing. So if you could only use one camera for the rest of your life, what would it be? Mm, that's so scary. I know. <laughs> I'm between like so my Minolta X700 is super sentimental to me. My It was my grandfather's camera, and he gave it to me when I was, like, 15, because that's, like, around the age of, like, 13 is when I really, like, I would I'd say, like, I really, I started shooting when I was 15, or 13, and then I was, like, 
interested in like my grandparents things because like I have a really lovely relationship with all of my grandparents. So I was like, oh, this is grandpa's. I want it because grandpa liked it and grandpa's not using it. And I like photography. So like this could be fun. So he let me have his Minolta. And I think just because of that, like I could never separate myself from it. So if I had to use that for the rest of my life, that would be totally fine. What is your favorite lens? I uh, so my twenty four to seventy on my um, digital is like definitely a go to. I it's like a little too easy. Yeah, you know, totally. It works for everything a little bit too well. But that's um, what. It- that's why it's that's why it's it's kind of king, king you know yeah. i do love a 85 though like a fixed 85 or like what is it 128 on film it's just there's it's something special i think it's just like a like one of the best portrait lenses so like, oh yeah i think that's kind of why 85 I, is the portrait king yeah i think that's that's why i gravitate towards it um but also i think like it just makes like really beautiful bokeh on both digital and film it's just like good it's like the it's like when you have like a good cup of coffee in the morning like that's what that is to me what is your dream camera i don't know so for like a really long time i wanted a hasselblad because like all the greats use it it went to the moon exactly right come on i also have like a dream to go to space one day so like that that for sure feeds it. But like after getting like the Mamiya, I'm like kind of like good on that. Cause like this is controversial, but like how much better could it be? <laughs> I Which like I don't want to know, you know? Like it's yeah, one of those things where I'm like, know. I'm sure it's fantastic, but like out of budget. We'll probably be out of budget for like a long time. You know? You know? I think actually, if I, you know, I think my dream. If you built it modularly, it could be a little more. Less that is expensive. true. That is not, I mean, you, not you a bad idea. Other things. Yeah. I know that would be the same price. I think, though, I want it like now. Like, yeah. that's kind of my problem with cameras. Yeah. I'm like, the, I want the kit. I want it. I want, I want it now. Like, yes. So yeah. that's, I think that, that was my thing with the Mamiya, though, is I was like, it's out of my mind. I want it. So I'm going to get it. And it's here. And now I'm very happy. Oh, yeah. I think, though, actually, if I, I would get a digital back. Oh, yeah. For me, I think that would solve all of my problems. Because A, like, that would be sick rolling up to set and being like, this is the only digital camera I have. Also, here we go. Like, Let's tethering to, like, the thought of tethering to my Mamiya is kind of insane. What's your favorite place to photograph? I went to, uh, so I studied abroad in college in Ireland. So this is a small bed and breakfast in Ireland. That my grandparents' friend is um, has. It's called the Gutenyard House. G U R T I N A R D House. It's in Listol, Ireland. So, like, in terms of like how close it is to Dublin, it is not. <laughs> it is um, like on the west and south edge of Ireland, like closer to Cork. Um, And it was, and will ever be, I think my favorite place to photograph. I did a self-portrait series there when I was really struggling with like who I am as an artist and like why and what I want to create. So I think it like has a special like place in my heart for that. And also like I was in Ireland with like 
my grandparents and first cousin and one of my greatest friends, Lauren. We spent like a couple days there and like the house is beautiful. It's like a restored old English house. So it's like gorgeous. Like it's got like the original doors and like the rooms are like set up where it's like it seems like it should be the original furniture. It's just like it's 10 out of 10, like gorgeous. So it's like I felt like I was like taken back in history, but also like very in the present because like I was with people who I really adore. So it was it was really beautiful. Where in LA <laughs> would you want to shoot next? Ah, uh, that's so hard. There actually, <laughs> there's a spot that I saw while I was driving again. <laughs> um, and it was this like little cactus garden on the cross streets of Belford and Santa Monica. And it was like this like crazy little like half block stretch of like gorgeous, 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 gorgeous cacti. And like, I don't know who's in charge or like who, but it looked like there was like a walking path. And I definitely want to do something there. Like, I think it would be really pretty like golden hour, get like a couple people, one or two, and just like supernatural, like in the desert, but downtown. Where in California would you want to shoot next? I want to do a big project in the Redwoods just because, like, they're grand. <laughs> it's unreal. Like, I was there over the summer, and, like, I am a big, like, tree hugger or nature person. Like, the more time I think human beings can spend in no Wi-Fi, no cell phone zones, I think the better. And, like, I was, like insanely awed by the redwoods because like you know there's like trees in illinois and there's like trees everywhere yeah the redwoods are huge massive and thick so i think that could be like a cool like reconnecting with nature totally shoot i also um what are the mountains called down south that are like the person painted hold on oh yeah that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and painted yeah, the, the Jesus saves love, whatever. Salt sea area. Yeah, yeah, like over like past Joshua Tree. Yeah. Yeah, those. I think those are so cool. I saw a clothing brand did a campaign there, and I thought that was like amazing because like it was like really eclectic clothes, so like it totally made sense. But like I want to go and dress someone up in this like big poofy something like mm-hmm. gown or like big, I don't know. I just like it just makes sense it's so cool and i think it would be like super sick on film because like the colors would just like make sense so outside of california where in the united states do you want to shoot next i really want to go to the badlands oh south dakota yeah yeah yeah. i have a lots of checklists you know i'm a very i'm not i'm an unorganized person but i have like goals and things that i like to check off and the goal is to get to all 50 states before i turn 50 very close love that i only have like 11 left. South Dakota is one of them. And also the Badlands are just like outer worldly. I think it would be really beautiful. So which places are you dying to photograph? Um, Banff. That's like probably like my top five places when COVID is gone that I'm going to sprint to. I really want to go to Japan for the vintage film markets, you know, but also film camera markets. Um, But also like I've never experienced anything east of Jordan. So I think that would be cool. Also, just like the culture shock of it, I'm like super interested in because like 
um, it's so unfamiliar. Totally. And I think I would like to get out of my comfort zone at the moment, you know. When did you get into photography? I think you said 13. Yeah. And... So um, uh, for my bat mitzvah, my mom's sister, Aunt Stacy, got me a white and pink polka dot digital camera. But it was like a digital point and shoot. And I kind of realized like my voice when I got that because it was like, Oh, like I get to capture. I I don't think I like really knew this when I was 13. Right. But like looking back on my experience of like what I did with that camera, I was like, I can capture all the things that my brain wants to keep. I have a horrible memory. Also, just brain. I was like not there half the time. So like having that was like super cool. And I like didn't even capture anything like outer worldly, you know, but it would be like cute pictures of my siblings and my dog or like my friends and I would get dressed up and like go do little fashion shoots outside and it was like cute fun things like that where I was like this is so fun like so and then like I had forgotten about it and then like went to summer camp and brought it to summer camp and like the selfies that I have out of that are like cringeworthy and tragic (laughs) did someone in your family take photos growing up my Aunt Stacy, who gave me the camera, I remember having a camera with her a lot. And I don't know. Like, my dad documented stuff once, like, the iPhone came out, you know. But wasn't, like, an avid picture taker. Like, he he definitely, I remember, like, once the iPhone came out and, like, cameras were more accessible via pocket, he took a lot of pictures. I don't really remember, other than, like, my Aunt Stacy. Like, really, my Aunt Stacey is, like, the only kind of person I remember having, like, a camera. Is photography a profession or a hobby for you? Yes, to both. Yes, to both. Yes, to both. What roles does photography play for you in your life? Expression, creative outlet, perception, storytelling, memories? Ooh, I think I have a love for photography because it stores memories that you can't capture. So, like, I was talking about with, like, family stuff. Like, I love my grandparents. Um... Both of them on both sides um, did like an amazing archival where like they just have all of the family photos from like when my parents were growing up. But then even there's somewhere like my grandparents have pictures when they were growing up and like I love all of that. Like I eat that up. How has photography changed for you since COVID? Oof, COVID has been a lot. It's very different. So like... Obviously, I enjoy portraiture very much. And the, obviously, as we all know, like COVID has contracted via air when you get too close to people. So it's been really weird. The days felt so long and I didn't really have like inspiration because I, I was so scared of like getting sick, especially like when COVID first started. I was like, I don't want to get my family sick. Right. So I'm not going to When do I first anything. started, they are like, one in three of us are going to die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I remember going to Costco with my stepmom because it was like right at the beginning. I had been in California when, like, we heard about, like, oh, Amer- COVID has hit America. And, like, COVID was bad in California. And I was here and I like, came home and me and my stepmom, like, went to Costco one day. And there was, like, no paper goods. 
And that's when I was like, oh, like, you know, like, we all watch, like, apocalypse movies, and it's, like, a movie. And I was like, oh, like, The Walking Dead is real. All of my portraits are stopped. I really started actually taking a lot of portraits of my um, stepsister and my youngest sibling, um, Asher and Maddie. I mean, all my siblings have been, like, really great through the whole pandemic. Shout out, Sibs. Love you guys. (laughs) Um, It's been really, like, yeah. I really started developing color, though. During the pandemic. So um, I was kind of stuck. Not knowing what to do. One of my friends was like, I'm getting this kit. It's on sale from Sydney. You should get one. Because I had like done darkroom in college. I loved it. I was like super experimental with like the darkroom stuff that I did. Um, But like after it felt less accessible. Because like I could literally just go and spend the whole day in the darkroom. Obviously I didn't have that at my parents' house. Um, I kind of like let it like fade off i still like shooting film and getting it developed by like other people i don't know why it like never registered that like i could obviously do it you know i was quite literally like technically trained in it so then cindy had their sale and i got like the whole like starter kit shout out cindy um sponsor but that's when i really was like oh this is dope so then my um grandfather's friend gave me his mamiya tlr and I was like, I have a medium format camera. That's so fun. Because me and my boyfriend had, like, split our Yashica and he had it. And I was, like, dinking around with my, like, um. And then I got the medium format one. And I was like, well, I have to test it. So me and my stepsister, like, ran around. And, like, that day, like, we both developed it together. And I was like, oh, I could do this at home. Like, this is good. And I ha- I did, like, I don't know, 30 rolls during, like, peak quarantine. Which was crazy. That was crazy. But I, I like haven't even scanned half of it because it was just something that I could do mm. that like made the day feel like less monotonous, you know? Break it up. Yeah. But now that like I don't know, I guess going back, a set is totally different too with COVID. There's like less people on set. I moved out to California in June last year. So like peak Cal well, not like peak California pandemic, but like in the middle of the country's pandemic. But um, after being here, I was like, well, I don't really have a lot of friends here. I want to meet people. And photography is a really good way to do that. But like, ew, COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Like, ew. Um, But then I figured out, like, after stuff got like, after the lull came, right? So like, it was really bad. And then it was like, decent. And everybody, like, vaccines started coming. So people were like, yeah, let's go out. Like, I'd been doing stuff before that. And then when vaccines hit, that was like. Before we knew, like, Delta, you know, whatever. Right, right. Then I was going crazy. I was shooting, like, every weekend. I was so happy. I was taught- I didn't care if other people were vaccinated. I was like, I'm safe. I don't care. Like, I feel good. And then it was, like, super great. And now it's, like, good. But set's so weird. We didn't touch on... You mentioned that you're trained formally at Columbia. Yeah. I went to Columbia College, Chicago. I studied photography and visual arts management because I originally thought that I wanted to be like a gallery person in the like museum world, but I had such a love for photography that I knew that that was something I needed to to do, you know. Um, and originally, so I chose Columbia because I really enjoyed the way that the staff was also, the staff worked in their field. Uh, but anyway, to go into training, I did a lot of self-portraiture in school. A lot. 
And I think it was because I was stifled by talking to people. I was really shy. I mean, I am still really shy until I like open up and then I'm, then I really get, then, then you can't shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also like, I think that's when I like formulated how to express myself was like through myself, you know? So like my senior thesis was like a, an abstract work of like my body image. Right. And we saw, we talked about like the fine art that I did in Ireland and, I did stuff with, like, my friends and did, like, projects with that, but, like, mostly the stuff was, like, fine art pieces on me, and I think that's helped transition into how I see other people. And, I um, see that, yeah. Yeah, and I did... I wish I did Darkroom earlier in my college career just because I think I did my best work there. I was, like, so open to experimenting because it was such a new thing, you know? Like, uh, I was the first time I printed my negatives, which was, like, crazy. And, like, you can print your digital stuff, and it's, like, fantastic. Like, seeing your work printed, I recommend everybody to do because it's, like, it's so beautiful to be able to hold your art. It's so special. 10 out of 10 recommend it. Um, But then being able to, like, print it and like be able to like manipulate my exposure was so cool and i did like cyanotypes and i did tin types like we printed on tin which was super cool um and like i was big into solarizations which like we'll do a we'll do a clubhouse thing on it one day friends don't you worry but um yeah and um i kind of want to get back into experimenting because i feel like that's when i had the most fun with my art you know, like I miss that and it being so free because it was like, I mean, my professor was so fantastic. She was like, do what you want. I don't care. Just like get things done in a week, but like do it. Yeah. Like I want to see five pictures. I don't care what it is. Just do it. What are some personal projects you're working on? See, I haven't really, actually, so it is i know i really do i need to be more personal with my work right now i'm kind of stuck in other people's things but me and my friend jay are working on a project um that i've taken in as mine we're doing it together it's very much a collaboration um and it's an exploration on growth and it's really beautiful and um we're doing it mostly on film i do have my digital with me just for like in case but like it's really it's been a lot of fun and it's gonna be a three part series I'm really excited about. It's gonna be really pretty. And then um I've been experimenting with my friend Jasmine a lot and it's just things that like I know I wouldn't be able to do with anybody because I can't guarantee it's done, but like I could call her up and be like, I'm thinking about doing this and she's like totally down. It's so amazing. Um I don't know, I've been like really busy with work, which is like kind of funny to say like that seems wrong it's, it's such a beautiful way very blessed but like yeah i don't know i definitely need to take a step back a little bit a little bit reel it back in well what is your instagram my instagrams my full name mira horwitz m-i-r-a-h-o-r-w-i-t-z y'all should also y'all should also follow the film lab at mira's film lab m-i-r-a-s F-I-L-M-L-A-B. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. So if money were not a factor, what would you photograph? I think I'd still be doing the same thing, but just more of it. If money wasn't a factor, God, film yeah. would be. Oh, I would even... get all the films. I would travel a lot and just shoot film. I would, I would 
digital bye bye gone kicks the can <laughs> i wouldn't even think about it bye yeah exactly how do you use your instagram personal portfolio platform portfolio for sure portfolio yeah on both ends mm. both the grams i guess yeah i i had a like personal instagram it's too much though and then i was yeah. like not using it because i wasn't interested in it and then it just felt like a chore so i was like all right delete gone that was like halfway through quarantine. Yeah. i was like this is boring i got I don't have the energy for it, you know. So now I have the film labs, which is a portfolio of how beautiful everybody else's film is from the lab. And then from the lab. My regular Instagram, which is definitely my portfolio. Some there's there's little pieces of me. So what is one thing you love about Instagram? I love being able to find artists you would never see. Cause like you can go to a, you know, museum, a gallery opening, you could go to a coffee shop and find like artists in the community obviously like well-known artists or artists that we want to spotlight as a society right but like i think instagram is such a beautiful place where you can just like randomly find someone who is like spectacular in your eyes like there are so many people where i'm like so inspired by their work which i would have never found without the internet you know i think that's such like it's it makes instagram all the more worth it what is one thing you hate about Instagram? The pressure I put on it. Mm. You know, because I'm like, it's my portfolio. People mm-hmm. are going to see it. And what if they don't like it? And is this good? Is this like, and it's not even that deep. Like, it's like really not a big deal. Like, I'll post shit and be like, ah, I'm going to delete it, whatever. Or like, I'll post stuff and be like, it's not great, but like, I love it. You know, but I think in the back of my mind still, I'm like, it. I know it doesn't matter. But my brain is like, what if people hate it? What are some of your favorite IG accounts you follow? Let's pull them up. Pull them up. Okay. Um, Miles um, Lofton. Miles Lofton. Mm-hmm. At M-Y-L-E-S-L-O-F-T-I-N. Was a really big inspiration to me. Um, kind of going through Instagram. He was one of the first people I found on Instagram when I made my account. And I love the way that he photographs human beings. I think it's a really, really, really beautiful, raw way of showing his community. La Roach, the stylist who styles Zendaya. Oh my gosh. 10 out of 10. I mean, their work is like amazing. And the work that they do together, Zendaya and La, is like impeccable. I think like he's totally transformed her style. Accounts that I also love are Remy Wolf's Instagram, the artist. They have so much fun. They like make my heart melt. I love watching them on Instagram because they're just like so authentically themselves. They're like pop Afro funk, I would call it. I don't Rad. know. That might be totally incorrect, but like that's what I would put under. And like she just makes you want to dance. Heck yeah. Like she makes you want to like get up and dance. It's like happy music. Like yeah. you can't be sad listening to Remy. It's so fun. That's awesome. So, so fun. And then shoot it with film is a super informational, I would call it like a blog on Instagram about like what film looks like and how Ooh. to use the film. It's super great. It's like taught me so much on like film stocks and the coloring of different film. And it's super cool. You can find them at just shoot it with film. All one word is they're at 10 on 10. Yeah. Oh, and then um, Ben Zank. Yeah. B-E-N-Z-A-N-K. Is a super cool fine art portrait photographer, 
And I love the way that he distorts people's bodies in his images. And most all of his um, portraits are faceless. Mm, there's like a few faces sprinkled in here or there. Um, but I love the way that he like focuses on form and figure. I think it's like super, super, super beautiful and super interesting. Um, and of course, like Vivian Westwood is like one of my favorite British designers. So following them on Instagram is super great because like I would die. I feel like that's those are those are some good ones. That's solid. Yeah. yeah. What is your favorite non IG social media? I don't really have any other social media. I deleted my Twitter in the middle of the pandemic, and I only use Facebook for my family to like know that I'm okay. Like I'll post pics and be like half year update check what i've been up to but otherwise i don't i don't really use anything else That's i fair, tried yeah. to start a tiktok because that was like a thing mm. did not go very well yeah <laughs> so facebook kind of but like yeah. please don't look at my Facebook. <laughs> what is your greatest strength as a photographer okay so this is like i think my greatest strength in general so i'm super dyslexic which is like neurodivergent so i see the world it's not like i don't read as well as others as what like dyslexia is but i think because of that is i see the world kind of differently you know i've like made my way to where i am in different ways than like the neurotypical human being um so i think that's kind of and that's i think like why i struggled with like expression and stuff when i was younger because like i didn't really read a lot so i didn't have like the vocabulary that like everybody else has and I think, like, being able to make the world still for a little bit has kind of, like, helped me function in society, you know, and, like, function the way that I do. So I think, like, being a little neurodivergent is, like, super helpful because it's just, like, that little difference that I've walked that now I can, like, take there. But also I just think that, like, I, like while I say, like, I don't like people, I do love to, like, interact with human beings. I think it's, like, you know, I I listen a lot. Like, I don't really like to talk. I'd rather just hear people talk about their stories and, like, what they've gone through. And, like, I love to just, like, sit back and, like, let people take the wheel. So I think that's, like, super helpful in the way that, like, I create portraits because, like, it's just, it's, like, so much more, like, them-centric. Well, like, I can bring my own view on the world to it. Like, I want it to be about them. And then inversely, what is your greatest weakness as a photographer? Oh, that little voice in my head. I get scared to, like, ask people if they want to shoot. Or I get scared about, like, putting my, like, grandest ideas out out of my little circle of humans, you know? Because I'm, like, I'm scared. I think that's, like... The hardest part and like the biggest barrier to get over is just being like i have this thing for you let's do it together so what is it one piece of advice you would have for your younger self as a photographer the ideas that you created in your head and like the imaginary worlds that you've made are worth photographing and i think like ask more questions to people who you like quote unquote like worship right like they're not going to hold withhold information. Like, people are there to help. So what advice do you have for a new photographer? Don't worry about fucking up. It's not that deep. You know, it's, like, really okay. And equally so, though, like, 
as much as I'm like, oh my God, what are people going to think? Like you're going to mess up more times than you expect, but also you're going to create the most magic when you do it. Like there have been so many times where I've like been with a new person and thought that like the images were bad because I like underexposed it too much or overexposed, but like it's, you can fix it. Don't be afraid to create what you think you can do or what you want to do, you know, because if you aren't going to push the boundaries, you're not going to really go anywhere. You're going to be bad for a long time. Yeah. You're not ever going to be good if you think about it. Yeah, everybody's yeah. always excelling. Exactly. I think like that's like the biggest thing that I've like I'm still learning. You know what I mean? It's, it's like you want to put yourself the high. Like I'm the shit. I'm the best. Like I could do. No. Mm -mm. You got to like go through the hump. So where do you see yourself in three years specifically with photography? That's so, that's a good question. I feel like in three years, I'm going to be doing more passion projects and less like photo work. Because I really want the lab to take over my life at the moment. That's my dream. You know, I really want photography to become more fun and not feel like I also have to do it for work. Yeah. Because like when it's fun, it's just when I make it fun, you know, it's better for me. It's like. I create more work that's like, I feel like is beautiful. So where do you see yourself in 10 years? In 10 years, I really hope that I'm like, I don't know. I always thought that I would like give back in some way, you know, like I've been so fortunate to have the life experience that I do. That like, I really hope that I'm like a mentor to people or person or peoples, but I don't want to be like a teacher. I totally want to like uplift people to feel the same way I do about photography. You know, like I want everybody, everybody to fall in love with it. It's been like a big thing lately for me to just like give all my friends and family cameras. Like my stepsister's birthday just came up. So I got her a point and shoot and like threw her a bunch of film and I was like, have fun, go do it. You know? And like my brother's freshman year of college, I gave him a point and shoot with some film and I was like, take pictures of all your friends. You're going to want to capture it, you know? And so I think like, I want to do that for other people. Giving back, I think, is, like, super important. Super, super important. And I hopefully, like, the lab is bumping. I hope I have, like, 10 people under my belt. And I'm like, y'all, we have, like, 100, 200, 300 rolls a day. Like, we're kicking it. Let's go. Let's go. Right? Yeah. How cute. So if you could time travel and bring back photographs with you, where and when would you go? If I could time travel, I would take my mamiya with as much film as I could stash in whatever bag I'm allowed and just go where the dinosaurs are. So what is the most exciting thing about the future of photography? Like technology, gear, AI, speed, storage, AR, VR? Well, first of all, the resurgence of film. I'm, you know, boast about film the entire time. I think it's so amazing. And I kind of feel like we're cheating when we're like digitally use when like you can scan film with your digital camera now mm. like what yeah who literally who would have thunk not me <laughs> not the people who thought we were gonna be doing this for this long mm -mm. but i think also the fact that during covid we could have fashion week that like half of it was like literally ar vr was crazy like absolutely nuts and it really felt like it was this new experience that we were having and it was so cool because it was like they designed what their actual collections were on totally graphic stuff, right? So they had, like, people walk, and their clothes would walk. And sometimes they had avatars, and sometimes they didn't. But it was, like, this whole totally, totally, totally 
all on the interwebs. It was so cool. I have no clue how to do any of that. So it was like especially like amazing to me because I had been at Fashion Week, so I've shot it. But like thinking that we don't even need to be there is a little scary. Is there anything you'd like to tell the listeners? Come get your film developed at Mirrors Film Lab. Do it. If the listeners were to follow you, what can they expect? You can expect a lot of faces of a lot of different kinds of people. I think it's really important to showcase people who aren't in. We don't get showcased all the time. Like I think like I love shooting the non-average looking person, you know, like I think it's really important, especially like as a white person in society to like showcase people who I don't even see represented. You know what I mean? So like I love shooting non-binary people, people of color, plus size people. Like I think that's like a lot of what's missing. What can people hire you right now for? Well, hire me for all your film needs. I'm really going to, really going to push the film lab <laughs> here, guys. Um, and also, though, like, if you want to have a fun portrait session, I'm always down to just, like, hang out for an hour and we'll walk around. I will bring my film camera. I'll bring my digital if you want. We'll do Polaroids. It'll be lots of fun. But also, though, like, if you have a small little fashion brand, I would love to photograph it. If you're doing some fun stuff with your friends, like, let me come with. If you were to collaborate with one person right now, who would it be? My heart's going to Vivian Westwood, British okay. designer. I would love to do a campaign with them. They're so cool. I love the way that they're pushing the envelope of ready to wear. I just love their stuff. I would drown in it. I really would. It's so great. Also, um, um, another person that I would work with like right now is Iris Apfel. She is a New York fashionista. Okay. She just turned 100. What? And, yeah, 100. She had her 100th birthday party. It was like absolutely fabulous and she, the way that she is like an icon like she has like the craziest glasses and her like wardrobe matches it well mira thank you so much for your time thanks for having me thank you for everything you do for the photo club oh come on and um if you want film developed or you need portrait like lifestyle or even e-commerce reach out to Mira. or if you have questions about film period yep come to me Mia, thank you so much. Thank you.